566. Sansa 3 and the chorus. Let shadows come, let shadows go, let light be bright, all that we Child of God, we write this in. He can't say no, say the Lord they think of him always. And that the Lord was ever near to him. And so whatever he was passing through in life, he did not have to fear. Because the Lord loved him. And he also loved the Lord. And so this morning, we should have this confidence that all that have found grace with God to be chosen into this spiritual family of Jesus, who is the truth, they are loved by God, the Father, and by his son, Jesus Christ, the firstborn in this family. Why God love them? That is God the Father, God the Son. Why is it that they love this member of this family? John 14, 21. 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Verse 23. Verse 23. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love, love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. 24. 24. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my saying. We ask the question, say, why is it that God loves these members of this family? Because they have the commandments that they have been given the mystery of the kingdom of heaven by Jesus. And so they demonstrate their love for Jesus by keeping these commandments, this mystery of the kingdom of heaven, the only true day inside scripture, which is okay, I don't give to this family. And Jesus is always thinking of them. His father in heaven is always thinking of them. 
and Jesus is always with them in their trouble or in their afflictions. It's with them when they pass through the fire of persecution in the hands of those who hate them for the sake of this truth, which they have chosen to follow. Isaiah 43, verse 2. Isaiah 43, verse 2. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee, when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. That is the promise of God for those who are his children in this spiritual family, who are keeping the truths that have been revealed to them. Whatever is that fire, you will say they burn you. They shall fire persecution in your family, in your place of work, just because you are taking your stand for this truth. Jesus is with you in that fire. And that fire will not consume you, nor burn you. He said, when that passes through the water, that is waters of trouble, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, rivers of affliction, they shall not overflow you. Every child of God in this which family of this truth is honorable and pressure in the sight of the Almighty God. And anybody will touch them, if they touch the apple of God's eye. And because they are precious, and honorable in the sight of God. God says, we give people in exchange for their lives. So it's a privilege to have been chosen to this future family of this truth. Look at verse 4 of that Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43, verse 4. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable and I have loved thee. Therefore, will I give men for thee and people for thy life. Who is talking here? God himself. Who will not lie? Every word he says will come to pass. A practical example. Now I know the three Hebrew children. Because they stood their ground to defend the truth. They used to bow down to the gods of their land. They were thrown into a fairy furnace of fire by the king in the Buganiza. God thought about them. Jesus thought of them. He had to go into that fire by himself to be with them. So the flame will not hurt them. Daniel 3. Daniel 3. 25. 25. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. 
God opened the eyes of that king to see four people inside that fire. Who was the fourth person? Jesus will love them. He thought of them. That's why he went to that fire to be with them. And look at 22 now. Verse 22. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Who in the fire come born now? The men that threw them into the fire, they were given in a chain for the life of those three Hebrew children. The children of God in this spiritual family or this truth should therefore know that because Jesus thinks of them always, he makes all things to work together for their good. Romans 8.28. Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are they called according to his purpose. So the children of God in this future family have been called and chosen to this family for a divine purpose. And the thoughts of God towards his children in this family, they are always thought of peace, never of evil. To give them an expected end. Jeremiah 29, 11. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. As long as they are obeying the truth, and because he's always thinking of them, he's ever interceding for them in prayers in heaven. And he always moves in a wonderful way, in a mysterious way, to perform his wonders in our lives. And every storm that comes their way is under God's control. And behind every storm, Jesus hides his smiling face. So you know, say this storm, and go put an end to it, and he walk together for your good. Well, moose in a misty way is one. Just to perform, he plants his footsteps in the sea and rides upon the storm. First Thessalonians 5.18. First Thessalonians 5.18. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It's a commando by the Spirit of God. For this is the will of God concerning those who are children of this family in Christ Jesus. Mommy is not the will of God concerning us who are in this family. But the devil makes us to disobey this commandment of God. 
But those who will be the commander, they always experience power in their lives. But people are accustomed to just giving thanks when things are rosy. Yeah, God said, in everything, do what? Give thanks. But the devil say, now this condition with this, now I want to give thanks to God. See all that are passing through. Everything is not working out fine for your life. And I roll Satan against our heart. But let us obey that commandment. We leave the restaurant. May God give us the grace to obey the particular commandment. God is very faithful in bringing to pass all his promises, all his good programs, and his good thoughts towards his children. As long as they remain in this future family of these two and are doing the will of God by obeying all the mystery of the kingdom of heaven they are being taught in this family. It may take two years, three years, four years, five years. It must surely come to pass. As long as you remain in this spiritual family of these truth. They are planted in this spiritual family. That is when you're going to run your program. The day you depart from that family of that truth, it stops his program. The three Hebrew children, once more, that were through in that very furnace, God made sure that that painful experience worked out together for the good of three, these three Hebrew children. First, God saved them and delivered them, Abby, from that fire. They did not die in that fire. God can promote them. Then God can't make the king to not acknowledge the true God of Israel with those Hebrew children they serve. What about Joseph in the Bible? Who was chosen from amongst all the brethren in the biological family and brought into this spiritual family of his? He was sold by his brothers, by Cabra, into slavery. Allowed by God, though. Because there was a divine program God was running in life of Joseph. Joseph found himself in Egypt, in Pontifar's house. In this same house, he was wrongly accused of adultery. And he found himself inside prison. God was thinking of Joseph, thinking about the divine program when they run in life. The thoughts of God toward Joseph, even as he passed through all these things, were they of evil. They were peace. And Joseph knew this, that the thoughts of God towards him are good thoughts, thoughts of peace. And so he never murmured. When he know the God when they serve. What was the expected end? that God had to bring Joseph to. Genesis 45. Verse 5. Verse 5. Now therefore, be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that you sold me hither. For God did send me before you 
to preserve life. Look at seven again. Seven. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. All the things that Jesus passed through was part of the divine program of God in life of Joseph. The thought was him, in all those things passed through, were thoughts of peace. Because Joseph loved God, he feared God, and walked in the truth. He said God sent him to do what? To preserve the lives of his brethren. He said, so don't be angry. Don't feel bad that you sent me to save it. Now go along. And he did not come to party. He not preserve their lives. Now, God gave Joseph the gift of interpretation of dreams. And look at what scripture is saying about gifts from God. Divine gift, divine talent from God. Proverbs 18, verse 16. Proverbs 18, verse 16. A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. Any divine gift or talent which God normally gives to children, his children in this family. We make room for him. And we bring him before great men, not ordinary men. Close that authority. That was the case of Joseph. God gave him that gift of interpretation of, of, uh, of dreams. That's what brought him to the limelight. That's what brought him before King Pharaoh. And that's why God gave him that gift to fulfill his assignment in life of Joseph. May God give us talent and gifts that will bring us before great men. He bring us before people in authority. That they, have, they will have no other option than to say, no, this person is special. One thing you must know is that God chose us into this future family of this truth to run a divine program for a divine purpose. Hence, he's only thinking of us and of that program he wants to run your life. As long as we remain in this truth, doing his will by obeying this mystery of the kingdom of heaven, by and by, we need to understand why God has put you in this family. And the expected end that God will give to members of this future family is to reap eternal life in heaven. That's the most important thing. Where did you say today? today? Where did you say today? You don't reap your own eternal life. But Satan will not want us to get to that expected end or repeat another heaven. So we always try to pull out out of this special family of this truth and transfer out to the other family. Family of whom? Of the devil. 
transferred to Harlow family. But by God's grace, that expected end that God has said for us to live eternal life, we shall repeat. Not when we stop it. That program will go in our lives. What shall we say about David? Right from this mother's womb, now God don't choose David into this future family of the truth. That's why it's easy for David to choose this way of truth and to walk in it. Psalm 119, 38. Psalm 119, verse 30a. I have chosen the way of truth. So where we don't, where we don't choose the way of truth, where we decide the truth now. Now, because God don't choose us from the mother's womb onto this truth. That's why it is easier for us to walk in this truth. Psalm 26, 3b. Psalm 26, 3. And I have walked in thy truth. Who is talking here? David. He said, I've chosen the way of truth. I've walked in the truth. Now that's saying David. Now I can't talk now. In Psalm 139, 17 to 18. Psalm 139, 17 to 18. How precious also are thy thoughts to, unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. So David was conscious of the fact that God was always waiting thinking of him because he walked in the truth. He chose the real truth. God had chosen from beginning, from memorial went to this truth. And so, he said, he's taught towards him. God's taught towards him are precious. So much to, he could not number them. So all the good thoughts of God towards those who are in this, this family are precious. You can't count them. They are more than the sand of the sea. That's what David is saying here. So it is with us who are in this spiritual family. But the devil, our adversary, is fighting our fate. Making us to think that the Lord God does not think of us and that he don't forsake us. He don't forget us. He don't abandon us. That's why your prayer not the answer now. That's why I've been battling with this problem. Whereas God has an appointed time to give me a power solution to that problem I've been praying. But Satan will say, you know, see, don't forget you. Now that game of Satan be that. Against children of God in this family. Especially when things are not going the way we expect. Then Satan comes in and throws that arrow. Now you're seeing the worry you. That's why the problem is see the linger on. Sit and go, they say, you know, remember that thing we committed some years ago, we don't confess. He never forgive you. That is starting on the devil. Let's see how the devil fought the fate of Zion. Isaiah 49, 14. Isaiah 49, 14. But Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me and my Lord had forgotten me. This was 
the fiery darts of Satan against the faith of this Zion, chosen poor God. Now go call the Ted and say, No. I did think of you always, Zion. Because I don't carve you upon the palm of my hand. And your problems are always in my memory. And it shall be sorted out at an appointed time. God he assured them. Because even though a woman forgets a sucking child, which is possible, not with me, God, who is precious in mercy and full of compassion towards his children, whether this family. First Samuel 12, 22. First Samuel 12:22. For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it had pleased the Lord to make you his people. It pleased God to have chosen to this family. That's why we never forsake us. We never forget us. We never abandon us. Whatever you are passing through, they are under his control. They are in his memory. He's sorting them out one by one. You know what? The way God answers prayers, he said that no. Or yes, you can have your way. Or wait a bit. Or take a better option. If he says no, it's to work together for your good. Because he knows if you allow that thing, it will damn your soul. So you can say no. But you can say, wait, be patient, my picking. I'm working out something. Or take a better option than the one you, are, you think you want, to, you want to have. This is a better one for you. I know what is good for you. You don't know what is good for yourself. You go help us to understand this God. Once you understand God, you can walk with him with joy in your heart every day. So, our faith, therefore, should be anchored on the promise of God towards us in this future family. That is anchored in the fact that he will never forsake us. As long as we remain in this future of this truth, keeping all the hidden truth you have been taught, he will never forsake you. Have that confidence. All that the devil is doing to our faith is to make us to see God as too far from us. Whether he's very close to you by, by your side, he's near you. And I say, as you they pray in the hear, as you they speak concerning the matter, in the do it. He say before you even call, I don't know what you want. I don't answer. And as I speak concerning that matter, I they hear. I'm not deaf. As I 65, 24. 65, verse 24. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. What the devil is doing to our feet is ultimately to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. That's what he wants to achieve. When I remember John the Baptist when he did prison, Satan go meet her for his prison, they throw her against his heart. Say, Jesus never come save you from this prison. Now he said, disciple, go, 
Me, Jesus. Are you the Jesus? Or make we look for another one? You see how the devil can batter our feet. And that's how we go about looking for another Jesus. And he was on the verge of going home. Say, I want to kill his feet so that I know he's died eternal life, which is the expected end. But thank God for the words that Jesus has sent to him, which are mystery faith in heart. Now I come comfort him. May God deliver us from all the fight that was sitting against our feet. So Paul knew about this tactics of the devil, saying that to separate him from the love of Christ. That's why Paul now said in Romans 8, 38 to 39, Romans 8, 38 to 39. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul was so confident of this fact. No matter what the devil is doing, using creatures, using human beings, using circumstances around me, bringing family my way, it shall not separate me from the love of God. Finally, the apostles of Jesus prayed a prayer. And what is that prayer where they pray? Luke 17, 5. Luke 17, 5. And the apostles said unto the Lord, increase our faith. Once Jesus increase our faith, it will hard for Satan to get us. So Jesus do what? Increase our faith. He's taking of us. That should be our confidence. He has not abandoned us. That should be our confidence. The children of God in this family who obey the truth, hear what the Spirit of God is saying to you this morning in 563. Trust God as a child of his love. Trust him to guide you with his eye. Trust this God for the blessings of life, for he will surely supply. Trust this God of truth when the tempter is very near. Trust him for his grace to turn him aside from you. Trust God in the midst of storms of life. He will provide for you a refuge. Trust God when grief come around you. Trust him to suit the bitter pain you are passing through. Trust him amidst the burden of life. He will strengthen you. He will sustain you. Trust him for that. Trust him as you journey along. Trust him for grace to win the prize. Trust God till you answer the call to meet him in the skies. 